When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The night after payback, it is August 31st, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking Monday Night Raw. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Geary. So, Matt, uh, you like tonight's show. You're pretty high on it. You were Okay. It is a sliding scale. I will preface this comment with. There's an asterisk, all right? <laughs> Just like Barry Bonds, there's an asterisk. And the asterisk is, see how I said asterisk and not asterisk, which everybody always messes up? All right, yes. The difference is, is that I do not like Monday Night Raw. I like SmackDown. I love NXT. And I love AEW. Yeah. Uh, Raw sometimes can be tough to watch in non-Randy Orton uh, uh, se- sections of the show, right? For the most part. Um, for me, as a viewer, as a fan. But tonight, I've got to give Monday Night Raw credit because I like the show because they put stakes in, in play. Meaning these matches, they start right off the show with these... The singles matches with people with kind of sort of built-in storylines, mini storylines already, if not big storylines like Dominic versus uh, Seth, Mm. where the winner moves on those three matches to have a three-way at the end of the night, and the winner gets a title shot. Like, that that stakes. Those those are really impressive stakes, and therefore I cared about each match. I do agree, yeah. yeah. That was good that they had matches with stakes. I thought the rest of the show was just running in place. It just felt like every week. I, I cannot do the Street Profits versus Andrade and, and Angel Garza again. It's been like 67,000 weeks in a row. Zelina Vega yes. looked like a million bucks, but outside of that. Uh, so, when did you take, okay, I want a singles match. If they got to do this again for the 6,000,000th time, do yeah. a singles match between um, what's the skinny guy but John Street Profits? Yeah, Montez. What's his name? Do it with him versus uh, um, the other skinnier guy. <laughs> um, uh, versus Garza? Guy. Yes. I think they I have done it. I, I feel like they've match. done every possible uh, uh, have, combination. But, but not more than they've done the tag team match to death, though. You know what I mean? That's a good singles match. It'd be high paced, it'd be entertaining at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the only thing we haven't seen is uh, Demi Burnett versus uh, Zelina Vega in a one-on-one matchup. Every other configuration's happened. Yeah, You're really Demi. feeling that name. Uh, I, I just know it. I, that's the one thing I remember. When I'm trying to figure out tonight, I was reminded of the quote from uh, Better Off Dead. Uh, yeah. She doesn't She doesn't date the Give one member of the basketball oh. Well, no, no. Uh, she dates the basketball team and not one member of the team. The whole team. The whole team. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> uh, I was like, who's she going out with? Like, who is she involved with? And just the entire men's roster in that segment. It seems like she's got some sort of light infatuation with. That's think, not, yeah. It, that's it not feels good. like she got lost, and, and no one has shown her where the exit is. Like, she's just been hanging out backstage <laughs> for the last, like, six weeks. But, like, not to be all weird or, or, you know, or too PC or whatnot, right? But, like, doesn't that make, like, isn't that sexist in a way? Like, she's <laughs> yes. there because she's there because she's, you know what I mean? Right. Like, fawning over these, like, why can't she be there because she wants to be a wrestler? Or... Maybe she in real life is dating one of these wrestlers. Why not just write into the storyline or just something like that? When you look like a mark and you're just fawning over wrestling talent like that, especially as a female, I just think it, I don't know. I think it undersells it. 
I mean, uh, maybe she wants to be in the business. Maybe she wants to be a manager or a wrestler or, or do something. I mean, I don't know. I would love but to know the story. Fawn over, like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yes. uh, I don't like that. It's it's low hanging fruit as far yeah, as yeah. There the we go. Line. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. You know, Raj, Demi Burnett's publicist would probably love to hear from Wrestling Inc. asking for an interview right. uh, on the yeah. Wink Daily, so you can get to the bottom of this. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, you know what? Be the most uh, mic time she's gotten. <laughs> I've never watched an episode of The Bachelor. Never watched The Bachelorette. I understand their popular I shows. To. I used really? to. And I used to really love it. I mean, years ago. Years ago. It's just yeah. weird because WWE usually when they get a celebrity, it's bigger celebrities that they're going to put them on TV. You know, it's not like no one knows who this woman is outside no. of the. the it, if you don't watch that show, you don't know who this woman is. It's not like Jack or someone Snook, like that. Snooky, even they got Snooky when right. she was red hot. Yeah, that was again yeah. fresh off the Jersey Shore, super yeah. popular show. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Uh, but we did see some stakes tonight, to your point, Matt. Um, we saw a tag team break up and perhaps a rivalry, a singles rivalry that will spring as a result in the Build the Clash of the Champions. We saw a new, uh, looks like new apparent number one contender for Asuka's title tonight, if I read the stakes of that match correctly. Um, we do know that Randy Orton is going to face Drew McIntyre at Clash of Champions. Um, so a lot happened. I think I was talking with Raj off the air, Matt, before you jumped on and saying that it feels a little weird that we just had two pay-per-views yeah. two weeks in a row and yeah. so much happened. And it then did. tonight it's okay. Clash of the champions, uh, four weeks from Sunday, but, but like, like now we've got to slow it down. But like, but like Raj said, it felt like running in place to a degree, even though I like the stakes of all these matches. I, I that's why I'm applauding them for that. Cause we get on them all the time about not having matches with stakes. So I have to give it to them when they do it, right? We can't just yes. hate on them all the time. But by the same token, this is the least of the three WWE shows I like. And tonight was another reminder of it. I mean, all I care about right now with WWE, other than NXT, is fast forwarding to me driving the Roman Reigns heel train on Friday <laughs> night. Yeah, no, I agree. And tonight, yeah. um, the Retribution stuff, and we'll get into this, because I think Retribution is on life support. If Ro unless Roman or something all meaningful fans, happens Friday, all, all the fans on Twitter are making fun of it. Yeah, it's it just sucks. It's bad. It's really bad, and it's not like, and it's what, even the way they've used it is bad. One of our uh, follower listeners of the show or watchers, whatever you say, uh, friends from the show here, uh, tweeted, um, "This feels like and this feels like Nexus 2.0. I can't go through that again." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I I'm thinking, I was going to reply, but I didn't have time. I was like. Nexus was awesome when it first yeah. started. This is not awesome. This no. is not entertaining. It, it never it never was awesome. Whereas Nexus, they had a strong first week. Oh, that first night? Do you remember that? That yeah. felt like there was a cosmic shift in wrestling yeah. that night. Yeah. So we're going to get into it. We're going to break it down. I was on a Hollywood set at the time watching it on my phone. I swear <laughs> to God, I really was. Which, <laughs> which, which of your uh, many guest appearances? Good guys. It was oh, yeah. Good that's guys. right. Yeah. Wait, you were Sorry. in The Good Guys? I was. Well, not the movie. It was a TV oh. show. Yeah. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. That was on Fox for like a year or two, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to get into it. We're going to go segment by segment. Uh, speaking of movies, though, I want to thank uh, the sponsor of this episode. You know, if just one of the guys taught movies? us anything, oh, it's good. that uh, all balls itch, it's a fact. And that's why we've got today's sponsor, Manscaped, which is here to make sure your balls are smoothed. Whether you or your partner... However you roll, Manscaped is going to keep it all together, have you looking and feeling your best 
down below. Manscaped is our go-to brand for the, our below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Well, and above the waist in uh, this uh, this quarantine, I've been uh, trimming my beard, my hair. Yeah, Manscaped is really an all-over trimmer. Uh, it does a fantastic job. I have multiple Manscapes. Not like Justin Obar. He just has just one. And I go all over yeah. around the world with it. I know. I don't want to think about what's going on with the bacteria there. But while you're looking yes. for new things to do at home, why not get your grooming game, get your routine down? Uh, we've talked about this before, but with other groomers, oh, my God, cuts, nicks, scratches, scrapes, all the things you don't want in your most sensitive areas. I've yelled, squealed louder than I ever have before with previous trimmers, but Manscaped is where it's at. They are changing the game with the Perfect Package 3.0, and that starts with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Now, this is waterproof, which is good. I recommend uh, – I like to do a little grooming uh, in the shower because that way I don't have hair going everywhere. But this is a cordless trimmer, and uh, it's got that ceramic blade that's going to keep you from cutting and snagging yourself it's fantastic their advanced skin safe technology pioneered by manscaped with this third generation trimmer and not only do they obsess over the technology but they give you the best tools for grooming experience best ingredients in their formulations when you get the perfect package you're also going to get the crop preserver which is some below the waist deodorant and anti uh chafing deodorant and moisturizer so hey if you're home you got to get it going on if you're out and about re-entering the world take make sure you're grooming where it counts subscribe to the perfect package you're going to get that new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower so you're not going to have a labar you're going to get a new blade every three months delivered to you make sure your trimmer always stays fresh and clean and for a limited time subscribers get not one but two free gifts the shed travel bag that's a 39 dollars value add and the patented high performance anti-chafing manscaped boxers the best underpants i have ever owned we all love them they're fantastic this is the perfect package for your perfect package and we've got a special deal for you get 20 percent off plus free shipping when you use our code and that is our code INC at manscaped.com. And again, those two free gifts uh, when you subscribe to that perfect package, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Boxers. Uh, and again, to get 20% off plus free shipping, use the code INC at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor. Always use the right tools for the job. Raj, how you feeling? Uh, yeah, man. Keeping, it, keeping it on point, man? It's, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been using it upstairs, downstairs. It, it, it works great. Um, it's been a couple weeks. I need to need what, to cool. give it a what once about, over. <laughs> what about hit, what about hip Glenn to say in a, um, on point down there? <laughs> Glenn, there is no appropriate way to ask another male colleague of yours. Are you trimming yourself? So. Hey, we Raj has shown us his hairy chest on this podcast. The, he is a stallion, and uh, you know, manscaped tames Raj Geary and if it could tame him <laughs> it can tame you and again go to manscaped.com get 20% off from free shipping with that code INC at manscaped.com make grooming a part of your routine get it in shape get it in gear manscaped.com code INC to save 20% off and we thank them for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast ah Antoine oh, Antoine Fair $5 super chat I wasn't ready for Glenn telling me all ball stitched manscaped bacteria hey uh, none of point. us were ready for that <laughs> five, f- five bucks, Antoine, huh? Well, oh my gosh, here we go, Cubert. Whoa, um, what? Forty nine ninety nine. Jeez, that's got to be wow, one of the biggest uh, super chats we've had. Wait, look at his picture. Look at his picture. It's us. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you, uh, Cubert. Saying, I love the show. Uh, due to work, unable to stay up and watch it live too often. Tremendous work by you all, you three plus Justin, wow. and the addition of Sam Adonis has been great. It says tonight's show was good. Raw Underground has to go. Dom is looking good. Uh, Herp Murphy turns on Seth. Keep it up, guys. Thank you. Wow. That match with Murphy. First of all, thank you, Cuber. That's an amazing amount Absolutely. to be putting in. Thank you. Secondly, he's right. I, I, I would like to see that match, actually. 
Murphy yeah. versus Rollins. That that'd be a good match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Murphy looks Murphy looks great. <laughs> Doesn't and, he? Uh, I agree. Dominic looks impressive as hell for how little he's been in the ring. To your point, Matt, we'll we'll get into it more, but he does need to hit the ropes, you know, harder. Like more he does. Everything looks very soft. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lopez and Keith Lee coming off a dominant win over Orton, and then he goes two segments versus Ziggler. I know he jumped him beforehand, but Lee had the commercial break to recover before the match started. I agree. I don't think I think yeah. it should have been a showcase for, for it, it, Lee. It should have, and plus, this should have been his first match on Raw. It should not have been. Yeah. Okay, you want to you want to have him inter, like, interrupt Orton? Cool. He better have a fire promo with it. They didn't right. do him any service on that last week. Then. The pay-per-view win, that wasn't dominant. Randy Orton had, mm-hmm. had him selling the whole match. And yeah. then he threw that uh, sit-down powerbomb out of nowhere. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that is not how you build your monster. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be right back, guys. I'm going to just you know, bring yeah, some groceries right. off the right. front door. I'll be right back. Uh, Dorf on YouTube saying, casual fan here. One thing I got to say is Buddy Murphy sells moves like a champ. He, he does. Awesome. Oh, my God. Look how, did you watch how good he made Dominic look in that tag match? Yeah. Go back and watch it again. He made... Like, even on Raw, I think it was a week before, like, he's like Nick Dinsmore. Nick Dinsmore used to take my hands and, like, put himself in hammer locks because I know what I was doing at in OVW. Like, that's Murphy. He is so good. Yeah. Uh, So the show opened up. (laughs) Let's get to the show. Uh, So they they announced three matches with the winners of those matches uh, going on to face in a triple threat at the end of the show. First one, Keith Lee versus Dolph Ziggler. Kind of what we talked about earlier. Uh, it went a long time. Uh, yeah. Went over two commercial breaks. Uh, Ziggler went for the zigzag, got a close pin attempt. Uh, then Lee ended up catching a super kick, dropped Ziggler with the big spirit bomb for the pin, and advanced yeah. to win the triple threat. Again, kind of you know what I said earlier. Uh, Keith Lee, you know, give him a dominant win, not not this fifty fifty the whole match. No, he he should be owning people in the first minute, minute and a half. That's it. Yeah. Short and sweet. Yes, he can work. Yes, he's athletic. But who cares? Build him. Then let's see all the stuff he can do versus a Randy Orton six months from now. Once you just made him indestructible first. Right. I mean, we saw Brody Lee with Cody, right? Like that dominant win did way more for him than a 50-50 match with him. And look how long it took them to do this. Like, They've had Brody Lee lose. Uh, they hurt him in his promo segments, I right. felt, at times. Yeah. you know. So that's what they should have done with Brody Lee in the beginning. But the point is, and it's to your point, is after all this time of kind of hurting him, in my opinion, all right, for the most part, what they had him booked to destroy Cody with changed the game on him now. Yep, absolutely. Um, Bryce Russo, ah. 399 Super Chat, saying, Ron needs more stars, I feel. SmackDown is better. It oh, does yeah. feel like the same guy is doing the same stuff week after week. It does. Rod said it. Yep. With, with, with the tag match earlier. Yep. All right. Um, all right. So after that, we had uh, we had a, a Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler promo. Uh, eh, I mean, whatever. They've been using Adam Pierce a lot, so they, they showed him with a bunch of security guards backstage. Yeah. He said retribution ruined last week's Raw main event. That won't happen again this week because security is, security is going to do their jobs. And, yeah, so that was about it. Promo was meh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And then we had Charlie Caruso in the ring. She introduced Oscar. Charlie Caruso. Just I like uh, Charlie Caruso. I do like her though. On Monday Night Raw uh, post show that they do. Yeah. And she looks she like be, a superstar. She has. She does. That's what I thought too. Yeah. She. Yeah. I thought she stood out. She does this gimmick with Garza on the show that's pretty entertaining. I thought. Yeah. Right. But good. So, anyways, after that, uh, they did this segment, this interview segment that ended up leading to Lana versus Mickey James. So, um, yeah, yeah, um, Lana. I mean, Mickey James getting her win. So she beat Lana, for Mickey James' first win in years on TV. Good, good. First ballot Hall of Famer is how you treat her. Absolutely. Uh, Ethan Kaufman. Uh, oh, uh, first, Alonzo Smith, Postman Pierce in the Firefly Funhouse was entertaining on SmackDown last week. It was. I agree. Yeah. It was pretty good. He, he's maximizing his minutes. So, uh, Ethan Kaufman saying he's pissed that they split up Peyton and Billy. They could have done so much oh more. God, Who's the yeah. face and the heel if they feud? I agree. It just seems it, oh. a lot of times they split people up without an idea was, of what they're going to do with them this, next. This was very stupid. They both... Have been best friends since high school. I'm glad they talked about that. They should have mm-hmm. been talking about that more when they've been tag teaming together. Yeah. They should be in tag team matches, even if they're squash matches. I don't care. They come across as a real living, breathing tag team. They look like two that hang out and go everywhere together. They work out together. They do yoga together. They eat together. They go on double dates together with their husbands. I think like that's a real tag team. And you yeah. don't break that up in a rarity in which you're watching two singles girls right now with Naya and uh, Shayna. Which I do think they're dominant, but my point is they have no chemistry versus a tag team that's supposed to be, if you have chemistry, you're better than two singles stars usually. That's the way it's supposed to work. The Hart Foundation could take out the proverbial, even like Andre and Coco beware. Coco's taking the pin all day. Um, But do do you know what I'm saying? So like, I like them a lot. and I think they deserve better than this. Yeah, it's like uh, it's one thing if they have a clear plan of where they're going to go with them, but like we've seen, like when they split up Rusev and Lana, or Rusev and Aiden it, English, and they didn't it, everyone just kind of uh, d- deteriorates. And okay, so at least with those two, you could see Rusev could be a breakout single star. With yeah. these two, they're both even Steven, in my opinion, as far as promos go, and as far as in the ring goes. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't see the Shawn Michaels in the two right. because they haven't given us enough of them. They're awesome. I don't get yeah, why they I break agree. these two up. I love these two. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Eck is asking who the girl is with Garza. That is Demi Burnett. Haven't been zoned into watching her <laughs> in a hell of a while, so I'm out of the loop. I started, I started off the podcast with the same question, by the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, Robert Rick saying, hey guys, hope all is, has been well with you guys. With Rollins, I've noticed his gimmick is good, but he isn't ex- executing it well. Thoughts? I think, yeah, we've said the same thing. The Monday Night Messiah gimmick has just not worked. I don't get why he needed to change it. Why, right. What was he doing wrong? Like, just yeah. give us back sinister <laughs> Seth Rollins laugh. Right. That's all we need. Yeah. There's no reason to do this. And wear his sweet Arthur Fonzarelli leather coat to the ring. Yeah. Uh, so, Glenn, we were just uh, finished with uh, Mickey James versus Lana. Oh, already that far yeah. ahead. Wow. Yeah, we are. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, they, at least they mentioned uh, in NXT her feud with Asuka there. I mean, it was a feud she lost, but I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem weird that they brought her back, had her have this 50-50 booking. 
like no squash matches has, and now she's only had two matches I, but you're right i did say the hall of famer first bout hall of famers is better than this so we'll see we gotta see what yeah. happens next but if they're yeah. building up for oscar like i mean come on we could suspend this belief ju- but it's just to do the job that's all it's for yeah yeah which is, i hate to ask to beat somebody for this next month until there you until go until they get to shana or Naya. i know yep she looked great but uh yeah mickey's awesome yeah so uh after that here let me scroll ahead to where we are real quick i'll get some of these super chats real quick justin lopez saying it did leak out a few weeks ago that Peyton, that vince was high on peyton and saw her as a future champion the writing was on the wall when peyton picked up singles wins in consecutive weeks not too long ago yeah that is okay justin i'm glad yeah. you brought that to my attention i did not know that yeah we see how quickly vince gives up on people too so hopefully hopefully they stick with it but uh, Jackson Callen uh, with the 499 super chat saying, "I only saw the last hour of <laughs> I got nothing. This is just to support. Thank you, Jackson. Uh, much Thank love, you. boys. By the way, I got beat up by a golf cart yesterday. Well, <laughs> Sammy style. Of course you did, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and Z Rivera saying, "Are they really recycling the I'm the tag team champions with Nia and Shayna? Look like it tonight after their promo. It did sound like it. Is that a reference? Oh wait." To me, when I was a double tag team champion, I think who, who else has done had done that recently? Where they're like, "I'm the tag team champions." No, I'm the tag team champ. Was that uh, Daniel uh, Bryan and Kane? Or yeah, yes, recently yes. that was like five years ago. Yeah, someone but, but did they, it they recently. It. I'm, I'm forgetting. Yeah, I, I think that was like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, Antoine Fair. $5. Speaking of sets, did you guys watch the Rollins Cena thing on the network? Seth yeah. came up with the Messiah thing in 2015. Yeah, there's a. Did I miss that part? I watched it. I didn't see them talk about the Messiah thing on it. When did they talk about it? I don't know. I, haven't I watched, watched it. Yet. it. I did. Oh. It was really good. I thought it was very good. And all I think it just goes to good. show. Just goes to show, though, not all ideas are keepers. Right? Yeah. There, there's probably a good reason they didn't go with it in 2015. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh. So. After the Mickey James match, we saw how Aleister Black attacked Kevin Owens last week. Uh, we had the triple threat qualifier, Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. And Aleister Black attacked Owens at ringside. So uh, that was really responsible for his loss. Uh, the RKO, of course, Randy got an easy pin and a win to advance to the main event. So KO versus Aleister, I'm in for that. But uh, yeah, I want to <laughs> so see some real okay. story. I was okay with this because it told the story. It set up another match, a good match with those two that you just said you want to see. Yeah. Um, and it moves Randy on. We, I knew Randy was going to come out of this, but I like the way they got there. Three, you know, three separate singles matches for a triple threat. Winner gets the title shot. I, I, again, I like all of this. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Matt. I felt like they told a story with this, with the way that uh, Orton beat KO by having Aleister Black take out yeah. KO. So it made sense. And it, it, Kind of Good. protects KO a little bit, even though it KO. Does. I feel like he needs he needs a win soon though, because KO hasn't oh, won yeah. on TV in a long time. And I'm worried he's not going to get it against a very new heel turned Alistair. Yeah, I, I don't think he will. I mean, it makes sense for Alistair right? to win. It does. Right now. But KO though is made enough that we can put him back in the title picture at any time, and he can get I, on a hot streak instantly. Because I'm a mark for him, I want to say yeah, but I don't know if the average fan would say that. Yeah, hey, as long as he's not hiding thing. in a porta potty, I think uh, he's not. Yeah, we'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. 
Oh, God, that was rough. Uh, so the VIP lounge tonight, MVP, making a lot of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome references, which made me happy tonight. Uh, but he addressed Apollo Crews and talked about his loss to Lashley at Payback. Um, and this went into Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders versus the Hurt Business with Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders getting a win. Why? I yes. know. Why? Why? The Hurt Business is probably the coolest, the best thing that WWE has. Uh, for Raw. For, for Raw. Raw. Yes. And just to keep beating them week after week for no reason. I mean, the Viking Raiders and Cedric, Jesus Christ. And you got you got my boy Bobby Lashley kicking off the damn pay-per-view. Like, yeah. yeah. No. No. Stop he should be thing. beating someone tonight. Like, he got that momentum last night, winning the title. Have him squash somebody. Yeah. I don't know. Has Hunter my, addressed this yes. in any of his press things he does with you guys? No. Has Hunter addressed 50-50 Bookie? I'm sure other internet sites have asked him this during these things, no? That he does, these post-show things he does? Yeah, not quite. I mean, he, he they talk about how it's tough to do this many hours of TV and things like that, but... Um, you know, in NXT, because Triple H really only answers questions uh, related to NXT, and in NXT, they don't do that as much with the 50 no, they don't, as not they as do. much. Yeah. You're right. Uh, so, yeah, and with given the Hurt Business and the dominance showing they had in Raw Underground, I just don't understand why it was so important for Cedric getting the win here, rolling up MVP. So, uh, C- Cedric, I do like it. Um. But uh, the Viking Warriors, <laughs> they were his tag team partners. They were a part of a six-man tag victory over Bobby Lashley. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. This is ridiculous. I don't get it. I, I, I refuse to suspend my disbelief for it. Yeah. I mean, uh, her business, they look so cool together that... Uh, don't they? They just keep losing every week. And it's good that they're bullies, and it's good that the bully thing is working. I mean, I want more babyface sympathy on Cedric, on Apollo, on Ricochet. Yes. It's like, <laughs> like right. I don't know. Right. Um, like, it worked in Karate Kid when Mr. Miyagi kicked the shit out of the Cobra Kai's a third of the way into the movie, but Daniel wasn't, wasn't beating them. You know what I mean? Like, you have to have some consistency. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it just doesn't make sense. I, I think, uh, and with the Viking Raiders, the Viking Raiders shouldn't be winning over anyone with that gimmick. Anybody. No, they should not be. Like, that's probably the worst gimmick did, in all of professional did, wrestling right now. Did, Ooh, it, it, it is. I don't know. It's up Bro, to, What's worse? You, uh, Hold on a second. Uh, I'm sorry. No. Shoot, shoot fighter Viking Warrior. That's worse. <laughs> shoot fighter Raw Underground Viking Warrior. We're supposed to take him seriously all of a sudden. He's a badass now. He knows yeah. all these Ar- Fujiwara Ambars now. We need to... Fear him in real life. <laughs> that dude was just in a dumpster the week before playing grab ass with his partner. <laughs> as far as the worst so, gimmick, I mean, Shorty like, G, I think, is worse. Eh. As a gimmick, I like it. It's a like, name. Yeah. Yeah. Peter is uh, sending some money for uh, dog food for my dog. <laughs> yeah, I had tweeted out a picture of. My dog just stopped watching. Sleeping? Just turned around, and was just looking at me. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Do no, you know what she, he gave you? He gave she, or she gave you the she gave you the judgmental look that your fans that don't watch wrestling give you right. when they come into your house. They go, "You still watch this?" Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. The look on her face was like, come on, you got to turn this shit off. In defense of Shorty G, Raj, we did have a good three months where we got to make Grandmaster B married with children references. I think yeah. that brought us some joy. There is it. There is that. Yeah. But with the Viking Raiders, I mean, I got nothing. Like, it's just bad. Yeah. Joe Wise saying Jurassic Express is worse. I don't know, man. Mm. Like, mm. I can see that. And what's yeah, crazy is Jurassic's, Jurassic Express, Sans Marco, of course, are really fun to watch wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see Jungle Boys at some point turn heel, turn in Jack Perry, and uh, I, I, I think he's a superstar in the future. But a little the small, thing, but it's interesting. Uh, Tina Miller saying, "I love the Viking Raiders. They're super sweet guys. I'm sure they don't like the crap they're doing either." Here's where yes. I would argue Jurassic Express <clears throat> is better. Um, Luchasaurus and Jungle oh, Boy could be doing any number of things. The Viking Raiders just take away the Viking gimmick. What else do they got? Like. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're like just the gimmick guys. is the best thing they have going for. No, no, their their gimmick is the thing that gets them on TV. Eating drumsticks in the car, <laughs> turkey. Yeah, yeah. W- w- without the face paint, they're Killian Dane. You know, and uh, yes, that yes. that nice. twenty five cents won't even get you on the bus anymore because the bus fare has gone up. Uh, as it John were. C- as it were, John Cena's bald spot, $5. Uh, they should make MVP <laughs> Shelton win the tag titles so all three members have titles and have the casino show up yeah, on Raw Underground I, and dominate. Yes, I'll take that. They need more teams. Jesus Christ, we're seeing uh, the uh, Andrade every week against the Street Profits. They have no other tag teams. They need more. They need to – they honestly should merge the Raw and uh, SmackDown tag divisions like they have with the women. I said that division. years ago. Yeah. Years I ago. Agree. Especially now. In one division, the titles get defended on both shows. Yep. That's okay. Um, yeah. And the, tit- the, the, the you, all the tag teams can go back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. So be it. I almost think you should do that for all the titles. One world champion, one women's champion, you know, and, and they, they, they can hate, appear on both shows. I hate the, the roster split. And, uh, and tonight's a great example. I wanted to see the follow-up on Roman Reigns. And yep. we didn't get it. Yeah. So speaking of tag teams, there was a women's tag team match tonight. Number one contenders match. And the stipulation was the losers must disband the Iconics versus the Riot Squad. Riot Squad getting the win here, getting a title shot. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't think it's going to go so well for them against Shayna and oh, Nia. Cool. But, uh, no, it's not. It's going to go terribly bad. But the Iconics have to break up. Which is ridiculous. They're the only legit female tag team. I went off on a five-minute dissertation on this earlier glenn i am not yeah. happy they broke them up i yeah. like them so much they're a real classic tag team best friend since high school like that story writes itself you treat you think i was telling raj these are two 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 women that probably go eat together live together do yoga together mm-hmm. do double days with their husbands together you believe that they're really they've really got each other's backs even though they're heels um and their gimmick i liked i liked everything about them i don't get this yeah. I would argue that heel Bailey and Sasha have actually taken oh. a little of the Iconics gimmick away from them in how they've been acting, working the crowd. Like, think of the comedy when Bailey does the ding dong, hello. You know what I mean? So I think Sasha and Bailey's uh, huge success has made the Iconics almost have no choice but to break up right now because ding you can't dong, have hello two was pretty funny, but Ding dong yeah. was pretty over with me, by the way. I think it was pretty funny. It is, but Sasha that seems like the, what they were doing are, a year ago. Are so good that having them appear on both shows, I think, has been great. And and now, yeah, with Shayna and gone. Nia, that's a downgrade. It's gone. Hmm. 
Shayna and Nia don't, I'm not feeling the chemistry yet. I don't think you can have your gimmick be that you don't like each other. Like, I don't know how long that lasts. They're just not, uh, they're just not as entertaining. Not even close. So is, is Bailey and Sasha on SmackDown, right? Technically, yes. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. Like, that's where tonight's show could have been better. Had those two been on tonight's show, we would have at least had an entertaining segment yeah. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Because they are. That's what I mean. Like, it's a downgrade having Nia and Shayna. It is. They can't but carry. They can't carry segments like Sasha and Bailey. No, but I do think they're a badass tag team. Like they're like monsters. Mm. Nice. Like, I think they're both badasses. Uh, Wolfbane two dollars super chat. Shorty G is the worst gimmick along with the Iconics. I always like the Iconics gimmick. You guys should be writing hashtag Matt Morgan stuttering gimmick. <laughs> But Matt, have you ever been in a nightclub and you see a really hot woman? Do it again. No. Uh, <laughs> so Brandon Castle, five dollars. So is retribution just a raw thing now? That's two weeks where they've only been on raw. If so, who the hell would the leader be now? Um, unless it's a swerve and it is Roman, which makes it worse because they're on the worst show every week. They're on the worst of the three shows for WWE. So like, yeah. who, it, like it's not even junior varsity. It's like the freshman team. Of whoever these people could be, it's gonna be like, like I don't even know who. Yeah, I just, I just implore newer wrestling fans to go back and watch the NWO in 1997, like when they would show up, and just the the feeling that you'd have watching as a viewer uh, when that would happen, and then you watch Retribution, and it just sucks. Not, not like I said, not even because that's not even fair. NWO is just otherworldly. But um, it was that that was the same idea though, right? Like they're here to cause chaos and take over and I, the, I thought the Nexus did that too, that first night. That first week, yeah. And then they kinda killed the Nexus gimmick within they a week. Kill it. Yeah. They did. So uh speaking of breakups, what about Murphy and Seth Rollins uh was, tonight? I like this. This was good. Well, it seems sort of out of nowhere. Rollins dressing down Murphy saying uh he was the well, reason kicking him in the head last night's no, why they yeah. lost. Did you watch his reaction? He oversold the hell out of that walking up the ramp. Hot at Murphy. Yeah. He was pissed off at Murphy. His disciples screwed him over, made him lose the match. It's all his fault. This is – they're not going to give it to us right away, by the way. They're going to tease it. And Murphy's going to fall back in line. They're going to look like they're getting along, and it's going to happen again. There will be another misdirection in there, and then that will be the one that causes it. The breakup. You think so? I think they're gonna. I think this is a swerve, and they're gonna end up sticking together. I just don't see yeah, where Murphy said. goes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they'll buy more time together. But Murphy will eventually. He, he's got to be babyface. Vince has got to see it by now. Yeah. The guy looks like a million so. bucks. He looks jacked in the ring. Dude, he put I just a don't know with his promo skills though. He's not that great of a promo. I don't know how so well he would it, do on his. I own. don't because he's the face. He doesn't have to be. It's the heel that's got to lead that. That, that storyline, because it's the heels that get the most mic time with WWE. So it's yeah. the heels that talk you into the building to see them get beat up by said babyface. Jobs make yeah. babyface be cheered for. So the babyface just has to get his ass kicked and get. we just need to get sympathy. And we yeah. will have sympathy because Seth is a jerk. And we will get sympathy, I think, because his work will get it for him by selling because he sells so well, Murphy. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I just see him falling into that chance. Cedric Alexander, Ricochet no. uh, area. Ah, maybe he can team with the Viking Raiders. There, there, is no excu- there is no excuse for Ricochet being booked this way. There I is know. none, yeah. in my opinion. None. Cedric, eh, not, not Ricochet. 
Um, so we did have Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio tonight. Uh, lengthy match, but Dominic uh, losing. Seth uh, hit the stomp on him in the middle of the ring, covered him for the pin in the wind during the final spent in the main event. Um, I think they need to take a break from having Dominic wrestle so much after all this this past few weeks. They're really asking a lot of this kid. I'm just pointing this out. A lot. He's had his four first matches in the span of like seven days. Really? Um, yeah. And he's, it's, done, it's, he's, done, he's done excellent. All things no, he's doing great. But leave us wanting a little more because this is how we get in the uh, the Andrade, Angel Garza, Viking Raiders. Like, it's just another guy having the same thing we've seen him do. Even Ricochet, they uh, took the life out of him having him on TV too much for a while. Like, keep it special to see these guys in the ring. Yeah, they've, they've really been uh, blowing through this feud really fast. So, I, I mean, I feel yeah. like it's time for Dominic to get a win, too. But he yeah. looked good. You know, um, same thing we talked about before, uh, kind of what Matt had brought up before about him when he hits the ropes. It's kind of soft. I think he just needs to work on that because his offense doesn't look hard, but he looks good. Like, he can do all the moves. He just needs to put a little spring in his step. Hmm. So after this tonight, uh, we saw Shane McMahon backstage at the Raw Underground. Uh, Titus O'Neil in the ring with an enhancement talent. It was cool seeing Titus in there. Yes, Titus is a legitimate deep major Division One All American athlete. Um, and he's a monster in person. He's every bit of six five. Um, yeah. So this, I thought, if you're gonna figure a way to use Titus, this wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean he he looks I mean he looks the part, but yes he does. Again, with done, this raw so underground, much, they have I, these. I was going to say your comment for you. They've done so much damage to him that yeah. it really doesn't matter at the end of the day. And just it, it seems like no one goes anywhere uh, after raw underground. You had you know Daba Kato or whatever you know Baba Tunde whatever his new name yes. was. He, he looked <laughs> good, and then he's not seen from again. Then they had the other guy. There was another guy that looked really good. And then you don't see him again. Yeah. So Eternal it, Goat. I, this just seems so. The raw underground stuff just seems so pointless to me. Internal Goat ninety five saying Titus worldwide. Here's what they should have done tonight. Titus should have dominated in the raw underground and then reformed Titus worldwide with Apollo, Cedric, and Ricochet to take them against the Hurt Business. Make Titus look like the master, the Mister Miyagi, okay. as it were. Okay. Uh, who as knows the Achilles? Who's who's the coach? Right? Who's saying like, hey, you guys are approaching this the wrong way. I'm going to give you the game plan. We're going to do this, and they'd be an awesome babyface faction Here, to face the Hurt Business. There's a problem. You can't have your manager be that much bigger and taller than your wrestler. That's true. It looks weird. That's why he needs to wrestle, though. Everything you said is, I think, yeah. I, I agree. I agree with it. I think it would be good, actually. Just don't let him just be the manager. Let him be the wrestler, too. That's all. I think they got to do something. That. Yeah, okay, but they got to do something. And Titus, Titus is, uh, he looks great tonight. I mean, Raw Underground still, these matches, yeah. they're either too short or if they go for longer, there's so many camera cuts. And the fake fighting looks so fake. I can't follow what's oh, happening. It, it, it's it uh, very fake tonight. Very fake tonight. Uh, James Potts, $2 Super Chat asking if we've seen the David Arquette documentary, You Cannot Kill David Arquette. Uh, I've not no. watched it yet, but I've read good reviews. Where is it on? Is it on Netflix? I don't um, I'll, I'll send it, it to you. We, we got a please, review copy. Please? Yeah. Wait, so you can't send it to me online? Yeah, yeah. I'll send All it to right, you cool. James Potts, congratulations on your sobriety, by the way, my friend. Congrats. Good job, brother. Yeah. 
And speaking of which, uh, subscribe to the Wrestling Inc. Daily. We have an interview with David Arquette on Friday's episode, where last Friday, where he talked about the movie. He does uh, not care one rat's ass about your sobriety. Did you hear that, James Potts? He just talked right <laughs> over that. He doesn't care. Yeah, speaking of which, in. I was going to like, where's Raj going with this? He's yeah. getting his plugs in here. No, but uh, <laughs> uh, all, all jokes aside, congrats, James. That's a very big no, deal. Yeah, that is awesome. And uh, please, Raj, send that to me. I want to see it. Just a little bit of $2 super chat. Is Rage injury legit? So what did they say? Torn triceps? Torn triceps. Yeah, it looks <gasps> it looks legit. No. Yeah, because he Damn was supposed it. to face Seth tonight, and then that got changed. Uh, that's right. They announced it last night. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, tornado oh, man, tag match. Sucks. Or no, but before the tornado tag match, Akira Tozawa and the ninjas arriving at the arena. And I want you to know it, our truth laying in wait and recapture the 24-7. It's really not. <laughs> it's it, Ninjas are cool, dude. Storm Shadow, not Snake Eyes. It was cool. It was cool. <laughs> the first two weeks, maybe. <laughs> Come on, Glenn. If you're a WWE talent and you have to wear one of those outfits, I'm not feeling good about my future. Yeah, at least they can't see your face. You in the Viking paint, like that's never going to be erased because <laughs> that's your face out there. Ninjas are at least anonymous. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like the the rosebuds with Adam Rose. It'll come out later, like, oh, you know, you know, so and so was one of Akira's ninjas back in the group. Like, right. you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna harm them. The the, the rosebuds didn't hurt Braun Strowman or <coughs> Becky Lynch or any of the other thousand way, talents that were in there. Way too much time on the ninjas. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tornado tag match: Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. But Retribution stormed the ringside area. Rod's <sighs> reaction. Rod's <laughs> reaction says it all. Seriously, it's Groundhog Day with these teams, man. They need more tag teams. Just, uh, it's brutal. He's right, hundred percent right. And this is crazy because they have some really good, freaky, athletic talent in that ring. Really good workers in yeah. that ring. We shouldn't be feeling this way. This is yeah. the booking's fault. This isn't their fault. How long ago was WrestleMania? Didn't the Street uh, Profits beat Angel Garza and uh, Austin Theory at WrestleMania? Maybe. So that's how long this has been going on. Before that. Yikes. That was yeah. four months ago. I want Montez to be a singles wrestler. I've decided tonight. Yeah. Almost um, five months, yeah. And the girl from The Bachelor has got to stop. Just, just stop. This is not yes. helping anyone. It's not getting anyone no. more over. No, it's uh, not. Did, did we say our truth won the title again? We did. Okay. Uh, Louis thirteen pointing out with his super chat, Samojo ran for his life for retribution, smacking mm. my head. That's too bad. Samoa Joe ain't running from nobody, by the way, in real life. <laughs> so yeah, that they they chase so these guys sad. off and then they're just gone as soon as you come back from break. So Samoa Joe forgot all of his wrestling training. Now he's not how to fight any. Come on. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> they might as well just have, they might as well have hold up his hands and go stop stop I'm not medically cleared <laughs> I mean come on that's so unbelievable like nobody's buying the freshman basketball team coming yeah. out there and causing this havoc get rid of it they, I, I, I don't even want to see who, who's the leader anymore yeah. and they pointed out tonight oh there's some women in there I think one of them looks like Mia Yim the, the posture and what she we, was one of them last okay. week but yeah. Okay. I hope, I hope for Mia's career that it is her, and I hope it's something decent. But like, yeah. 
Stop ruining it. Get to the point already. Yeah, I think that's the thing to remember about this. We want, well, first off, we want Raw. We want Retribution. We want everything to be good. We're watching this. We're talking about it. We do this podcast whether it's good or it sucks. But let me tell you, when it's good, like last night, we're all in a better mood. We're having fun with it. <coughs> it's uh, fun to with, do this podcast when, when it's yeah. good, right? It's really yeah. fun. Yeah, it's not like we're going, oh, my God. I mean, in fact, we're the opposite of most uh, podcasts and people that cover wrestling. Most people are like, oh, I want it to be bad because you you won't believe the yep. sick rant I'm going to go on against Vince yep. McMahon tonight. We're yep. not that way. It's 100% accurate. That's what that's what they think will get them ratings. And I, I'll argue in the beginning of all this podcast stuff, yeah, not anymore. I, I think fans want real fans that – we're real fans ourselves, right? We have yeah. total wrestling fandom, and, and we show that, and we mark out just like they do when they do. Versus yeah. being the pro former pro wrestler here is too cool to show that he really, you know. And then, as well as your guys' opinions on these things, like a real fan in real time. Yeah. And so what, what we're feeling is very accurate, I believe, Glenn, and what oh, yeah. most fans are feeling. Yeah. And let me say the most grown up, mature shit ever. I'm not mad, Vince McMahon. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Ooh, worse yeah. than a spanking. Worse than yeah. a spanking. Been a wrestling fan for thirty plus years, and when wrestling is good, there's nothing better. Nope. And last night was good. It was all right. I mean, when I when I'm talking good, good, I'm talking like again. Oh, you no. gotta go back a while. Last night I was excited though. Mm. Um. So back to Raw Underground with Shane McMahon, Jessamine. By the Duke. way, we are getting a lot of people asking about Brock Lesnar. We'll talk about it after. But yeah, cool. Brock Lesnar is his contract expired. He's a free agent now. Uh, Jessamine Duke, uh, with enhancement talent beating them up, getting the win in the Raw Underground. Another enhancement talent jumped in the ring to stop her. But Marina Shafir got in her face. Bell rings for the next fight. And then uh, Billy Kay, uh, Peyton Royce just sort of threw Billy Kay into the ring. And uh, Kay, you know what Kay looked like when she was scared? Remember, and not saying the physical look, but remember like uh, the SNL sketch, It's Pat, like the sort of gestures Pat would make when Pat oh, got freaked out? Yes, yes. That's course. what Billy Kay was making those gestures. I'm not saying she looked like Pat, but she looked kind of so awkward yeah. and uncomfortable. And all I said is, well, I can clearly see which one Vince McMahon thinks has more potential, and it's not the one in the ring having a meltdown. I, I would have thought he would have been, he would have liked Billy Kay more because she's taller. As stupid as that sounds. Yeah. I don't know how you tell the difference between the two of them. I think they're both amazing. Yeah, and then Peyton looked very uncomfortable mm -hmm. outside as well. Uh, but I think they're going to have a singles feud coming out of this. It's the most natural story. Yeah. Well, good for them and getting paid. I hope so. Yes. Uh, um, near, oh, oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me go back. Neo Akira, I'm waiting for the seven-foot-tall stuttering ninja. So there you go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Brad Swint, thank you for the 499 super chat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Billy just... Mauro Ronaldo also gone. Yep, he yeah. is no longer with WWE. They did not that Raw Underground segment hurt both Billy and Peyton. It hurt Billy more, but um, man, you have a breakup. This is your chance to do the singles feud that is the most relevant, the most stakes, and we're going into it just not looking. Uh, You're right. Not looking cool. It's unfortunate. Uh, and they lost a tag team match to break them up to begin with. It wasn't an inner conflict between the two. So why do I care about them two wrestling each other? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so 
Then, uh, oh, well, we saw what happened tonight with Cedric and the Hurt Business. Went back to our underground. Cedric, Ricochet, and Apollo Crews are talking to each other. Um, and then we end up uh, in the main event of the Raw Underground, which is Apollo and Shelton Benjamin. And I liked when they were letting these guys have a fight. Like, this actually, for a good 60 seconds, I was like, oh, this is what the Raw Underground could be. We could have guys doing different matches, settling it, getting it more intense. But then when everyone got involved and started going outside the ring, I just I was going to follow what in the F was going on. It was chaos. It was craziness. Don't you love it? <laughs> Man, I would really like, I think... Uh, any of those competitors, like against Apollo, like in a real fight or something that felt like a real fight in the Raw Underground could be great. But that potential just squandered tonight as it hashtag, devolved into chaos. Hashtag meh. <laughs> yeah, we got <sighs> another big super chat today. Um, wow. Uh, saying, hey guys, I've been a fan wow. for so long, but being in China and the time differences, Ooh. I can never see you guys live. Here's some back wow. pay for Rogers Golf Clubs, cleaning Glenn's <laughs> office, and Matt having a podcast studio instead of his truck. <laughs> well, <laughs> right from China. He pegged all of us, actually. Good job. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Um, so we have the triple threat number one contenders match tonight for the WWE Championship. Randy Orton versus Keith Lee versus Seth Rollins. Um, I mean, what'd you think of this match, Matt? And Randy Orton getting the win. Say it one more time. What'd you think of the match and Randy getting the win? This was good, but I mean, like, we should be excited that these two got a chance to wrestle each other, right? Rollins, Orton, right? But like, did we have any doubt that it was gonna be Seth, that like, Seth Rollins all of a sudden was gonna get a world title shot? I didn't have any doubt of that. I didn't think it was gonna happen. Um, I don't know. Good match. Uh, I still knew Orton would win. So I don't know. Does that like forego my compliments of them giving stakes at all these matches to get there? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought. I, I think... I'm sorry. No, go ahead, brother. I was going to say, I thought Retribution was going to show up again and somehow keep this going, make it a fatal four way for Clash of Champions. Just do something. Because I think Randy versus Drew will be great. But um, I don't know. Like, I'd like to see Keith. The rocket stay on him a little bit. I think it was obvious that they were Orton was going to win. They were going to do Orton versus Drew again. They've been building it. I mean, it's clear that's where they're headed. I'm just glad yeah. they didn't beat Keith Lee again tonight. Yeah, because uh, that's very WWE ish. Where Keith got the win last night, so he takes the pin tonight, and it almost seemed like it because Orton hit Keith Lee with the RKO, but then he went and pinned Seth. So um, it's a good match, and I'm glad they didn't uh, beat Keith already. So. No, he stays whole. Yeah. By the way, Keith, I I, I, I think he's got to change his promos up. I, I, I'm not oh, yeah. It. Again, yep. tonight. I told, I told you all this months ago, by the way. Yeah. I thought, it's, I thought it sucked, actually. Like, you're just waiting for him to say something cool. It just takes forever, and he never gets there. Randy. To be or not to be? That is the question. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that was. That was terrible. Yeah. Erase this from the podcast. That was terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> but it, it's just it, I Mr. Like Orton. I, I do like he doesn't, <laughs> Mr. <Orton>. I, <laughs> I do like that he doesn't talk like everybody else. I do. I used to hate when Vince said, you know, I don't talk like I look. What? What does that even mean? But by the same <laughs> by the same token. 
there is something to it. And that's why Sid was amazing. Because right. Sid would, his eyes would do all the talking. He'd get in his whisper voice. Where he makes, so you know what the hell he's saying right now. He's just moving his mouth. You don't hear what he's saying. And then finally he's going to kick your ass at the end of the promo. And then bring it back down again. But you were at the edge of your seat listening to him. And you were scared of him. Sid was a very underrated promo. He was awesome. Yes. Yes. That's with all of his botches. Keep that in mind, folks. Yeah. All his promo botches. With that in mind, he still was a good promo. Yeah. It was you great. were scared of him. I was scared of him as a kid. Yeah. Or him coming out saying, who opened up the gates of hell and let this man out? So cool. Yes. <laughs> so cool. They, uh, oh, man, tonight I just feel like with the promos, with, you know, I feel like uh, they should almost just give all of Bobby, they just give Bobby Roode's music to Keith. Like, let one guy have the glorious, the glory stuff. It feels kind of like a retread of what they tried to do with Bobby as a face. Now that I'm thinking about those promos. Because he talked about that, right? Like, not yes, basking my glory, not, but it was similar. It's, it's not, no. The thing with Keith Lee that's hurting him, it's not necessarily the content of the promo. It's how he's delivering that. WWE's got their hooks in him right now. And they're like, oh, Keith Lee talks different. This makes him different. So yeah. let's spike it times 10. No. No. He talks his own way. You should have just kept it that way. Leave him alone. Don't WWE it, which is what they do. Meaning they do something to death. When they get a hold of something, they make it just 10 times more, whatever that something is. And right now it's him being uber eloquent. And it's, it's, it, 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 it slows down his promo delivery. Yeah, he just never gets to anything interesting is the problem. Is that's fine to be different and it's fine to sound different. Give me, but you give me give me another one, Raj. <laughs> As I watch you withering away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just not interesting. Miss, Mr. Orton. Mr. Orton. Could I challenge you in a duel? May I prevail upon you, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're distracted. You know we're getting old, uh, uh, Raj, when we're laughing at our own stuff here, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of an old reference, I went on Twitter because I was just thinking, I was like, did Billy Kay? I was thinking about the It's Pat reference, and I'm looking at the stills of this, of uh, the way Billy and Peyton were reacting. Did you you remember the Laverne and Shirley episode when they they wrestled? Of course. Yeah, it it reminded me of that. Yeah, I love Laverne and Shirley, too. I just, we rewatched a bunch of it over the holidays, but it looked like that, like their reactions in the Raw Underground, like Peyton looking nervous, Billy looking with like fake karate chops, like they looked so out of their depth there that it's hard to take them seriously. And, um, yep. and it, which is funny because uh, Jessamyn and Marina, I mean, are they even on the main roster? I mean, like it, it's at the expense of them. It's just, it was a very weird move. I agree. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, Anunakai Sanambre saying like a Damian Sandow promo. Did remind me a oh. little of that. Mm. Okay. A little genius action. Okay. And by the way, I think Keith Lee is awesome. You know, we've said it many times. We uh, all do. Just don't yeah. mess him up, WWE. Exactly. Please. He yeah. was gift wrapped once again. I know. An NXT talent gift wrapped. Here you go, Vince. Don't yeah. get in the way of it, please. William yeah. Thomas saying we're off on Keith. He's killing it. Uh, I don't know. Is, are these promos? Would you show those to your friends and be like, you, you got to check this out? And listen, brother, there's a difference between rooting for a talent you really like, which I love Keith Lee. Yeah. All right. Versus 
we're supposed to be honest on here. And I'm sorry, but Keith Lee in NXT was much better booked so far. And I know he's only been out there for two weeks, so let's see what happens. Let's hope they do not continue to hurt his promos like this. This is how it starts, though. Mm-hmm. It is how it starts. I agree. They did this to Nakamura. And, yeah, and that's just what I was going to say. Bobby Roode. Yeah, Bobby I Roode. Ron. These were, were gift-wrapped talents ready yeah. for main event. I'm sorry. Nakamura could have been a main event. There's no reason he shouldn't have been. God, the fans are more vicious than we are about this. James Potts, Keith, Mr. Belvedere Lee. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, Z Rivera saying, the way he delivers his promos, I'm just waiting for Keith Lee to come out in a tux top hat and monocle with opera playing in the background. It, 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 that's the thing here. It bothers me because he does have a different style, and it yeah. works. The first time you see it, you're kind of like, mm. the second time you're like, all right, so this is how he talks all the time. This is natural for him. He's not acting. Which he needs made me re- really like him. They don't. They went. What they did really well with NXT. If you go back and watch, they started to get him to a point where we were dying to see Keith Lee. What he looks like when he gets pissed off, and they yeah. put him in those angles where we finally got to see what he looks like when he gets pissed off. And boy, oh boy, that's the payoff with Keith Lee is when you see him get super red hot about something. His face yeah. does all the talking, and his bass in his voice gets really deep and. Yeah, yeah. Like the stuff he's doing gonna with Karrion Cross after he killed uh, Dijakovic. Yeah, that's, that's what I had in my head. Yep, yeah. that. Lots of that. that that's, some, that's awesome. And you yeah. don't have to overly do it. Sorry. Yeah. The more people. Uh, Chris Pantaleo saying, the more people like Renee Morrow and others leave, WWE will continue to make sure no one becomes a megastar again and keep people at a certain level. Sure. That seems to be, their, that seems to be the plan. That's their goal. That's yeah. their goal. There'll never be another John Cena. Roman Reigns will be the closest we see that comes to it, but there'll yeah. never be Hulk Hogan, Rock, Stone Cold, John Cena. We've seen the yeah. last of them. And Ryback, Nobody, you know, he has said, Ryback has said that Triple H straight up told <coughs> him, like, that John Cena was the last mainstream star we're, we're, WWE <coughs> will have. See that? See that? So, yeah. Hmm. So that was Raw tonight. Yeah. Did he tell you? Did, did did Ryback tell you this when you guys were in the Lazy River uh, together at Wet Wild? <laughs> Shared the same inner tube? No. <laughs> he did. He did, but uh, <laughs> not on the inner tube. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, this was one of those rides. You missed it. You missed nothing. You 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 can I catch agree. up on it in two minutes. I don't disagree. And again, P.S. Roman Reigns turned heel. That needs to be everywhere in WWE television <laughs> right now. Yeah. Ooh, Roman's uh, doing the heel stuff on Twitter. Nice. Oh, I yeah. love it. It's good. It's about time. Mm. I'm excited for SmackDown on Friday, Me man. Me too. Me yeah. too. Looking forward to it. Uh, we so, yeah, we mentioned deal. earlier Mauro Ronaldo no longer with the NXT. <coughs> so, yeah, he is. Uh, WWE issued a statement saying that they uh, mutually and amicably agreed to part ways. Tomorrow, Ronaldo now a uh, free agent and no longer with the company. AEW needs to scoop him up. He's yeah, the one. I, 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 listen to me. I, 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 I think, think they're good with what have... they have with uh, Jr. and Tony Schiavone. And... I like Tony Schiavone. I do, but I would. I, I'm sorry to say it. I, I would. I've got to get rid of Schiavone for Morrow. Morrow's an exciting play caller. For me, he is. A lot of people get annoyed by him, so maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. I get excited watching his matches uh, that he calls. Yeah. 
people are bringing up Roman Reigns tweeted. He said, only reason that is, so someone tweeted, Roman being down, uh, forced down people's throats again. Such an overrated performer. The belt has changed hands so many times. It has no prestige. Rubbish Roman replied, only reason I'm down your throat is because you keep your mouth open. I'm the best performer of this generation, <laughs> period. And the title is finally in the right hands for who? For it to hold true value. So Roman's go, killing baby. it. baby. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Uh, also, we mentioned earlier, Brock Lesnar's uh, WWE contract had expired before the two terms, uh, before the two sides had come out, uh, come to terms on a new deal. So right now he's a free agent, Please but uh, apparently me. WWE feels like once he's ready of to come course. back, they'll work something out. You're not crazy enough. And I, I'm sure the chat room's full of it, and I hope they're not saying this. Is this being you go to AEW? Hell no. I there won't be a cold, a cold day in hell. Will he show up at AEW? Trust he just doesn't him. fit. He doesn't fit in AEW. No, he does not. And for all the money in the world, he will not go there. He has all the money in the world already. Yeah, that's true. I think one thing we've always seen with Brock is he he always goes to the the biggest. So he wasn't never was negotiating with Bellator. Is always UFC. And same thing with wrestling. It's I think it's WWE or or nothing. We we had a half a minute with him with TNA. Well, people just forgot about Brock altogether. Yeah. And Kurt was talking to him. It was like, I, I don't remember when it was. I think it was that's like, when he was in Japan, right? He was in Japan for a little bit. Yeah, but like people like forgot about him. He was in between New Japan and I want to say going into UFC. So he kind of was forgotten about there for about right. a good year, I remember. And it was during mm-hmm. that time. But I mean like 15 minutes. You know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh it's going to take some serious cash to get Brock and yeah. Yeah. It's got to be the big, we'll see him said. in WWE. It's yes. That's where he's always going to be. <laughs> uh, John Cena's ball spot. Saying, <laughs> I won't share the super chat donations with Matt and Glenn because using the money on his outings with Ryback, uh, they don't work for free. Good folks. So. <laughs> All awkward right. pause, awkward pause, awkward Glad, pause. Glad, <laughs> Glad. So, uh, what else do we got in the news, Raj? I believe that is, uh, that's the big stuff. Rey Mysterio uh, injured, um, Morrow. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of it right now. Yeah. So, so, like, hasn't Morrow, like, not been fired, but let go of this company, like, five other times? He took a break, uh, famously, I think, due to, like, online bullying and his With own mental JBL health. the JBL stuff, right? right? Yeah. But wasn't there a separate time that he, he just, like, stopped working there, that he came back differently? No? Yeah, uh, there was that time it was, like, Corey Graves said something, and uh, yeah. it was after the Survivor Series uh, last November. It, and then So this is his first time being fired? Or, uh, sorry, released? Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, gosh, you know, there was that time with the JBL stuff where he was gone from the company for a little bit and he was like doing Showtime boxing and, and then he ended yeah. up coming back. But he was he was on SmackDown then and then uh, moved to NXT. But yeah, this is... I don't know. Uh, I, I love his voice. I like him. I don't know. <laughs> Sucks. No, he's great. One of the best. Um, Cool, guys. Well, so when's the next podcast? Uh, Wednesday? Wednesday. Not, not doing NXT tomorrow night. No NXT tomorrow night. We'll cover mm-hmm. NXT and AEW on Wednesday. There you tomorrow go. Tomorrow night. Wait, what? Yeah, uh-huh. NXT is tomorrow night for the. It's on Tuesdays for the next two weeks. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then they're doing a replay on Wednesday on Sci-Fi. So uh, why are they doing this? 
because of <laughs> is it the NHL? I think or I think it's the NHL playoffs. And the NBA playoffs are what's causing the AEW schedule to be all, all, all so wonky. But it, this it, this week, AEW is going to be on uh, Wednesday night, more or less unopposed. I mean, it will be a second-run right, episode of NXT against it. Interesting. All right. There you go. So Wednesday night, uh, back here for Justin, Matt, and Sam Adonis. Sam Adonis, yeah. Talking about AEW. And then me, Matt, and Justin Friday night to talk about SmackDown. There you have it, folks. Uh, so he's at Rajgiri underscore 303. He's at BP Matt Morgan. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. And we will catch you back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.